Eric Zemrak, the box officer. Happy Friday, friend. How are you? I'm doing good, and it's almost Halloween time, so why don't we talk about Halloween, the movie. <laughs> Halloween Kills is in theaters. Now, do you realize that the first Halloween came out in 1978? Wow. 40- Three years ago. Now that is, um, I can't believe it. One, that time flies that fast. And that movie freaked me out. Oh, yeah. Okay? Low budget, Hitchcockian style, and the fear that I had in that theater, I don't think I'll ever experience it again. (laughs) Now, the franchise and Universal Pictures, who owns the franchise, is releasing the 12th movie of Halloween. Halloween Kills, as we mentioned before. So, 12 movies, and yes, I will let you know already, they're in production with another Halloween (laughs) film for 2020, okay? That is called Halloween End. Oh, what? Are they really going to end the franchise, though? (laughs) Really? Well, in the last one, uh, which came out in 2018, you may remember that uh, Laura came back, and she was at her house, and they had her two daughters caged up uh, Michael Myers, and she was rushed off to the hospital, and Michael Myers was dead. Yes! We thought, but no, he's not. He's back, and he's going after Laura. Now, the people who like the original movie, you know, more of a suspense thriller, is not going to see this in this movie. This is a complete bloodbath, okay? You just love bloodbaths. (laughs) (laughs) And Laura is fighting with her pain and all is she's not prepared because she's in the hospital and yes you see her you know getting trying to get through the the halls of the hospital and it's just one bloodbath after another bloodbath now even in rotten tomatoes now don't think that derek is just a snob here you know against the the bloodbath but even in rotten tomatoes it only has a 49 rating uh so I'm giving this two slates now. The thing okay. is, is that Halloween, you know, the first one was just so good. Yeah. And the time of year is such a spooky time, but you have to just, you know, stab people all the time. <laughs> well, do you? No, you, you know? don't, Derek. You do not have to stab people okay. just because it's okay. Halloween. I just wanted to make sure yeah, that no. I was, you know, not not to you know discuss with my therapist, you know, <laughs> next next week, you know, that I am okay. All right. Why don't I want to stab people? What's wrong with me, doctor? <laughs> and in this movie, the Strobe girls all get together, uh, the daughters and Laura herself, and they take on Michael for what we believe is one last time. But they've already announced there's another one now, uh. so it's not going to be the last time. The evil does not die tonight. That's what they're saying. <laughs> so I like the psychological thriller more oh, than the straight-up bloodbath. Uh, but I yeah. do like that Jamie has stayed true and actually stayed on board for this franchise from 1976. Uh-huh. I mean, she understood that was a big role for her back then. And uh, right. I guess she feels like she owes it to them to not let anyone else play this character. Yeah, that play that character specifically. They did, you know, run off, you know, and they had the one with the horror. <laughs> they went to think Michael Myers was 
in there. They said Michael Malley is mask in a oh, in a mask factory. Oh, that's Remember that? Right. <laughs> that was like thrown way out there. But you know, I mean, it, it's a franchise. It's making money. So you know, who am I to say? Well, but, it's it's you know. making so much money, and people love the franchise so much that I don't know if you saw this, but there's a white diamond and black diamond Michael Myers face pendant. <laughs> Selling for about 300 bucks. So if you're so obsessed with Mike Myers or really William Shatner's face painted white, then you can shell out hundreds of dollars for the pendant and you can let us know you're a psycho 365 days a year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, hey, they make money. Let's, you know, that's all I can say. I mean, socially redeeming values, it's not there. But let's move on. <laughs> okay, so speaking of something that might have a little more depth to it, uh, what else have you got for us this week? Yeah, the first one I'm going to throw out there is actually on Netflix. It's called Lady Boss, the Jackie Collins story. Now, we're going to jump from horror all the way to uh, sexual female uh, novels, okay? I'm we blushing. cannot go any further, oh, okay? Now, Mel, you know you read her books, <laughs> so let's just put it out there. You got into those uh-huh. novels that just stimulated women around the world, and she created this huge franchise. So who was really Jackie Collins? And this documentary, which is playing on Netflix, it really dives into who she was. You know, this is a woman who, you know, had all the success, but there was one thing that did bother her her whole entire life, and that was being in the shadows of her sister, Joan Collins, Mm -hmm. all her life. You know, Joan was young, and she was under contract, and her dad was actually a casting director in London, but sent over Joan to be a movie star, and that's what she did. And oftentimes, Jackie would go visit, and that's where she got a lot of her stories Mm. was all these Hollywood parties that she attended when she was underage (laughs) and would, you know, with her sister and would start writing these things. And people wanted to know later who these stories were all about and who was this guy and who was this woman. But she kind of kept it to herself that these were not not exactly about certain people, just just a hodgepodge of different people that she met through her sister. So, I mean... Her sister, you know, Joan is in it, you know, it's so funny because there's like four other women that, you know, they keep cutting to in the documentary that say her best friend. Because the <laughs> thing is, is that she made everyone feel like she was her best friend. Aww. But here was a woman who was struggling with her own, you know, identity and who she really was because living in the shadows of her, her sister. So there's a lot of family dynamics going on, feminism, and all these other layers that she had to deal with as, as a child, which helped her write. Uh-huh. But was she really happy in her life making the success that she did? So you can find all about it, about her marriages and all this stuff. And it's, it's uh, streaming now on Netflix. So. How many slates are you going to give Lady Boss the Jackie Collins story? I give it three slates out of that's, five. That's good I, for I a doc. That's good. I, you know, I don't think it was the strongest documentary. I think there was some, just the production side of it, I don't think was as good as I think I would want to want to see and what mm-hmm. some of the strong documentaries that have come out recently. But I think the story's interesting. And you've got one more movie for us. What's that one yeah, all just about? Quickly, this is Lawsu, which is actually a Sundance winner, uh, just recently out of Sundance this year. It's one of the... Uh, 
most popular films that has ever come out in this time from Malta, okay? And it's a man who risks his life uh, to provide for his wife and his newborn son as he takes on the, the Malta black market fishing industry. Now, this, now you want to see something that's suspenseful and uh, a lot of things going on in this gentleman's life as he's stuck in the sea. This is one that you want to see. And uh, it, you know, getting limited release uh, this week from New York to Arinda. And uh, <laughs> and I'll be going wider the following week. But this is a film, you know, that won several awards at Sundance, uh, especially a film from Malta has never really, you know, got this status of uh-huh. a film. And, it, and it's one that, you know, is worth seeing. It's only runs 94 minutes. It's, it's a drama and it's just cut well. The scenery is beautiful. The acting is great. But also they use a lot of local people oh, who are actually cool. fishermen in the town to play the roles of these the priests and the you know the bosses and all these people and they're just natural you oh, know what i mean so and cool. as yeah and as we've talked about before and mm-hmm. you know in with the, the popularity of youtube and you know tiktok and all those things people kind of want natural you know they don't want to see things that are maybe a little fabricated, but mm-hmm. uh, it has won awards all over the, the, the world. Like I said, it won the, the, the World Cinema Dramatic uh, Special Jury Award, that's what they call it, over at Sundance. And it's just a, it's a fascinating film, and I think it's, it's worth taking a look at. So. Did you award this one any slates? Oh, yeah, I definitely, I give this one uh, three and three quarters slate, so, yeah. Very I think it's, nice. It's, it's definitely nice, yeah. Yay, so, I have very my good. movie homework now. <laughs> yeah, well, now, could we get any different than, you know, Halloween, uh, you know, a sex, you know, documentary to a, you know, really high-quality foreign film? You know, we covered it all, people, you know. Yes, so, we you know, did. You That's find what something. we do on the Box Officer <laughs> Podcast. I love it. I'll talk to you next week. So, yeah, so next week we'll actually be talking about Dune, the new oh. Dune movie coming out on the 22nd. Yay! So hold on to that one. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. <laughs>